All right, welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Service Industry. Uh, tonight, I am here with Natalie. She was here on the last episode. So Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. And I have another guest. We have Miss B that's joined us this evening. Hello. Uh, Miss B, since this is your first time with us, can mm-hmm. you give us just a quick recap of your experience in our industry? Yeah, um, I've been in the hospitality industry about 12 years Worked at lots of major chains of hotels and big hotels and little hotels and have many stories to share. Excellent. When we talked earlier today, you indicated that you had a great story that you wanted to share with us. I do. Um, It it just happened in the last week, but essentially it, it started about a week ago. I had a woman come up to the front desk and I am one of the managers there I'm actually the director of that department and she came up to the desk and she asked to speak with a manager. I was in the back. My associate came back and got me and I came up to the front desk to speak with her and nobody was there. And my associate was like, oh, she's in the restaurant. She said, you can go and talk to her there. It's like, oh, okay. Um, so I go into the restaurant and I find her and I'm just like, hi, how are you doing? I'm the manager. And she's like, yes, uh, you're the manager. Like, yes, I'm the manager. And she's like, okay, well, first you need to turn the fire pits off. She's at the restaurant. She's sitting outside and we have three fire pits and the fire pits are on. It's 11 o'clock. It's a little bit earlier than we normally do it, but somebody had requested for it to be on. And I was like, oh, okay. um, I I don't work in the restaurant, but I can definitely speak with the restaurant manager to request that to be turned off. She's like, yeah, because the fumes are toxic and that's not good for the air. And I was like, oh, okay. Would you like to take a seat over here? at a different table, not near the fire pits. And she's like, no, I'm like, okay. Um, and then she proceeded to tell me that, uh, she also had a pina colada yesterday and it didn't taste right. And I said, I'm so sorry about that. What, what was wrong with it? She's like, it just didn't taste right. And no further explanation. I was like, okay. I, I definitely can pass along that feedback to the restaurant managers. Uh, is there anything else I can help you with today? She's like, yeah, um, I got my bill this morning because she's checking out. And she said, and the rates are not right. I was quoted one specific rate. And I said, oh, you were quoted the average daily rate. And we say that at booking. This is your average rate. And then if you want the breakdown, we can break it down for you. Or it says in the email confirmation. She's like, well, they never said that. And I said, they they did. I can, I can we record all of our phone calls so I can pull it for you. But all of My agents are very experienced and we make sure to emphasize the fact that it's the average daily rate. She's like, well, that's just ridiculous. Why are you changing your rates every day? And I said, that is very standard in hotels. I'm sure you can confirm Mm -hmm. that. It is very normal for rates to change on a daily basis. She's not understanding average. (laughs) No, average. Keyword average. And I say it's based on occupancy. It's based on a number of things I'm sure you could probably attest to better than I can. I just know the rate changes. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, that's ridiculous. And so she's arguing with me why it shouldn't change, how it was done without her permission. And I was like, well, we let you know it's the average rate. And she keeps arguing. So I say, oh, okay, okay. Look, this is what I can do for you. I will make you a whole new receipt. And I will put the rate as that average daily rate, which you say you were quoted. I will print that up for you. And the total is going to be the exact same. And she's like, oh, well, it's still ridiculous. You should have gotten my permission. I said, ma'am, you made the reservation. You confirmed your booking. And then she, of course, demanded to speak with my manager, in which I said, well, I am the manager. And uh, so, yeah, I am the manager. And she's like, well, who do you report to? And so I say, ma'am, I'm the one that's handling your issue. I'll be the one taking care of you. She's like, well, what do you do when you can't handle a situation? Like, clearly you can't hear. And I said, I promise you, I can handle it just fine. You just don't like my answer. And she was kind of like. So is this guest a problem child, as I call them? Or has she been around for a few? Do you guys know she's already problematic? No, we do have just our particular hotel. I will say we're a luxury property. We're Forbes rated triple a rated we have a higher base clientele okay so she or he prefers that we handle the issues they really don't want it escalating to them especially when it's silly issues like this the manager uh, yes right. the rate changes i'm not going to explain how hotels work to you that's our job and so we squash issues and we handle it but to ask if she has been a frequent guest that's an amazing question so i looked at her stay after she left she's been here a number of times 
And after I talked to her last, I thought that would be the last I saw of her. I was like, thank please. Whenever people say, oh, I'm never coming back here again. This is horrible. I'm going to tell all my friends about that. You know what? Promises, promises. Please. That's the key word. They're coming back. (laughs) It's like, don't come back. That's not a threat to me. That's a thank you. That's a gift. Every time they say, I'm not returning, you see them coming back and it's like, "Mm, so (laughs) so on that story this morning i went up to like to look at a room who we've gotten some complaints that there was a smell issue and so i went up there with the director of engineering and the gm and we go up there we look at it as soon as you come out of the elevator like on the second floor it smells like dog pee Mm. and i'm like what is this and immediately i'm like we need to find out who this was. So I went down to my desk and immediately start looking at all the rooms on the second floor that have dogs. And I find one that's kind of close to the elevator and the name sounds familiar. Uh-oh. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's not. And so I look it up. It is that guest. And I'm like, <laughs> she came back. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. And so I pull up her name. I look it in my email system, right. To like look for incidents and different things. And several things popped up. One, it looks like three nights. It was on Saturday night. We got several guest complaints about a dog barking nonstop throughout the night, her room. And then uh, last week in which a dog defecated in the lobby, like on the way from the elevator to, and she just left it. And an agent had to go up to her and be like, ma'am, your dog just went to the bathroom. Do you need a napkin? And full on made her go get it. And then uh, there was a different incident. This was two weeks ago she checked in late at night with the auditor then called down to the auditor and said that she needed new oxygen in her room that the air (laughs) (laughs) quote unquote she needed new oxygen in the room and someone needed to come up and change her air filters or get new oxygen in there so they sent an engineer up who changed the air filter but told her there was nothing wrong with the room or the oxygen oh my god yeah so then all this. So I'm typing up this email to my director of security with all these different incidences, basically trying to get her evicted, essentially. And as I'm typing up this list, this agent comes up to me and says, oh, Miss Smith left something for you. And um, it's a letter of recommendations for the hotel. Ooh, and those are always productive. Yes. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to read this. And then I, I, I got a novel, you could call it. A novel, a manifesto, whatever you want to call it. Let's go with manifesto. Okay. I like it. I like that. Yep. She gave me a manifesto. There's enough points on it that, uh, you know, it qualifies. (laughs) Yes. Right. I actually Googled what a manifesto was and it's basically like a statement of beliefs or, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, these are definitely things she believes. Did she title it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious because she sounds so like. This sounds that is outrageous. An amazing question. I think she just started it off bold and strong with bullet point numbers and all the numbers she circled. It's okay. all handwritten. It just sounds so aggressive. It like is. here, do this. <laughs> and it was all written in cursive. Mm-hmm. So it seemed very formal. And it was handwritten on like our hotel stationery. Like, see, you know, the little notepads you get in the room mm-hmm. front and back. And it went on for pages and pages. And I was just like, oh, my she God. took the time. She did. She she took all of her crazy time. Okay. Yeah. So do you guys want to hear about some of the fun things in it? You want to go around and absolutely. Yeah, of course. That's why we're here. <laughs> you want to exactly take turns reading here. it or you want me to read it or what do you want to do? Mm. <laughs> well, let's just see how it goes. Okay. Oh my God. I'm so ready. Let's do this. <laughs> so I will say it starts off normal. What do you? Th- it starts off pretty normal, right? You know, from what I've read, a lot of the points legitimately start off sounding like legitimate points. Yeah. And then they go south. <laughs> Quite quickly. Very quickly. Like I showed this to my boss and she only read the first two bullet points. And she's like, okay, this is there's some valid claims in here. And I said, oh, keep reading. And then it kind of takes a turn. But... So, I mean, if you start off with the first one, it says that stop giving people access to hotel rooms with a universal key unless they have been through a thorough background check. Not all your employees have asked for identification when I have asked to be let in. So I'll start off by saying we don't have universal keys and that when you ask for a key to your room, 
you get a key only to your room and that the only <laughs> there was an agent or two that did not ask for identification because she is very well known. Okay. We know who she is. <laughs> Which, okay, I, I, I'm going to cheat just a little bit. And yeah, go for it. Kind of skip ahead. One of the other things that she complained about is exactly what that agent did. Yes. It. I mean, it, it's 100% what she said. Yeah. And then she nails you for doing what she suggests further down the manifesto. Yeah. And then I would go into number two. And again, this was completely valid, not an illegitimate point that it is unprofessional when employees are allowed to play with their phones while on duty. They can miss what is going on in the real world. Okay. Point. Well, there's some validity to that. Yeah, that's But I true. mean, like for anybody listening, the, the world we live in now, we don't do work orders on paper anymore. Mm-mm. It's all digital. Well, how does yeah. she know that they're on the phone? What if they're inputting a request? All of our work orders, all of our guest requests, mm-hmm. everything goes through yep. a digital device now. Mm-hmm. So you see employees carrying, you know, either... It might be a phone. It's a company phone. Yeah, because yeah. all of our engineers, all of our housekeeping, they're on either iPads or iPhones mm-hmm. that are given by the company. Yeah. And that's how you use hot sauce. That's how you check your board. So it's all on devices that could look like phones. But to her point, like a guest may see that right. and not realize that they are doing but this, work related this things. is reality. This is 2022. Everything <laughs> is done on a phone. <laughs> it's true. I mean, if they're standing there playing Candy Crush, maybe that's a problem, but they're probably sending towels to your room or <laughs> or they're sending an alert. Oh, here comes the crazy lady. Yeah, yeah that's everybody too. run. <laughs> Okay, so then we jump into our third requ- or our third bullet point. And like I said, there's many bullet points. Number three was that uh, for guests who would like a Blu-ray free lifestyle, it would be nice if you could have a designated area where we don't have to be exposed. What is a Blu-ray lifestyle? Like, I guess DVD free? Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think she's trying to just say we're surrounded by electronics. So, But Blu-ray's old, right? Like, well, that doesn't have... No, I mean, Are we using that now? No, Blue not anymore. Because I mean, well, Blue. Wow, they still do make Blu-ray DVDs, but it's it's the format of a DVD. I, uh, I don't. She know. has I, to be one of those people, and no offense to those people, but you know, those people that believe that. Oh, the sound waves. Oh, wait, everything. Oh. We're getting to that. Oh, okay. we are. So oh, yes. so far, though, I just I feel like her house has a lot of aluminum foil. Yes. Right? in use. Yes, I'm surprised she didn't come in with a little aluminum foil hat. I'm surprised you didn't make one for her. Oh my god, I should. She departs tomorrow. I'm little, gonna I'm gonna make one for her at the desk. Little uh, <laughs> sailor hat. <laughs> Safe travels. Uh, and then we go on to number four. Uh, your toilet flushing system is too loud and it sounds obnoxious. Okay, you know there's some people that don't like the sound of a toilet flushing. I mean, do you hear it from room to room? Is that the issue? Or I mean, it it sounds like any other toilet. <laughs> I mean, do you have a toilet at home or do you is there go to the okay, bathroom? And we have to ask you here because I feel like you would know this. Is there like quiet flush? No, but there's... there's Soft flush? Well, <laughs> I mean, kind of. There is like a... It's like a turbo flush where it has a storage tank within the ceramic tank that's pressurized. Mm. But does that have Blu-ray? <clears throat> no, no, not, not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, it's I'm very confused about how she goes to the bathroom at home, but I guess, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. And then I'll skip to number six, uh, noise reduction. When you overstimulate the customers with too much music, TVs and no crowd control, the noise becomes poison. See, I was on board with that up until the crowd control part. I don't even understand what that means. That's why I was on board up until that point. I, I kind of understand. It's like, you know, you can get overly stimulated when you've got TVs that are going and, you know, phones that are ringing and all that kind of echoing in on you. But but I not in your room. No. I mean, I, I get it if it was like if you're at a bar or, you know, a nightclub or something where it's just too much stimulation. I could Is get that. Is the lobby music too no, loud for it's her? It's low background noise. I wouldn't say. I mean, on the weekends, our hotel does get lively. We have a restaurant and bar. But I wouldn't say by any means it's a club that's like raging. It's a normal hotel. So <laughs> yeah, well, how does she end that um, bullet point with crowd control? Uh, the noise becomes poison. Oh, the, the noise becomes poison. She brought up something about crowd control, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no crowd control. 
What it what crowd control? Uh, no idea. Mm. Uh, something in her brain brought. Th- I don't know. Um, and then we have number seven. Uh, this kind of goes back to my story earlier. The changing of room rates without the guest consent is illegal. If you don't confirm that they understand the daily rate change, this should be discussed in person as guests checks in and they know what they are paying every day. Can you attest to that? Is is that illegal that you don't fully like you tell them what the daily rate is, but you know, there's a breakdown. This would confuse me. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if the total comes out to the total, well, exactly. I and mean, you emphasize this as the average daily rate. Well, and the fact that she received a confirmation, the confirmation is going to have the rate breakdown on it yeah. as well. They're not charging her more. No. So it's not illegal. No. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. It's one thing if we like snuck in like, oh, and at the end of your stay, it's like, wow, that's a thousand dollars more right. than I, you told me. No, it's exactly what we told you it was going to be. It's very confusing for guests. We're staying five days and the rate changes every single day. And then to go through that list, it's just going to confuse them. So you give them, look, this is the average daily rate. And they go, oh, okay. And that's easier to digest than saying. Yeah. On Monday, your rate is $50. On Tuesday, it's $100. So your average daily rate is 75 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So for those listening that may not understand why this is so funny, why do we have fluctuating rates? Occupancy and our availability yeah, changes on a day to day. So supply, supply and demand. demand. Right. Which is why In we stereo. <laughs> <laughs> which is why the rates are gonna uh fluctuate every Welcome to America, day. my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is why we keep pushing the average daily rate. So that was I'm pretty sure that bullet point was put in there for me. And don't worry, there's another one in there for me as well. Eight's eight's pretty normal. normal. We'll skip that one. I like number nine. Yeah, what the heck? I read this like three times. Switching the doors to open towards the water and away from the road to reduce noise. What would that even look like? I read this three times and was trying to picture how she wants the doors to open. I mean, I feel like she's trying to say that the windows that you're looking out at the view through should be where you enter the room. I'm picturing Lamborghini windows. (laughs) <laughs> butterfly <laughs> windows i'm picturing that as they just like flop up and i'm just like what <laughs> i don't i don't do you know what for. she's referring to like what i have no Is she idea. referring to her room okay i, I read that re- again switching doors to open up towards the water and away from the road for noise reduction i i've read it six times and i still don't understand what the heck she's trying to say <laughs> wow <laughs> I, I, no. no matter how many times you read it, it doesn't mm-hmm. make it more clear. Maybe we should invite her on and have her explain each of these. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> so I like this one. Have a regular crew so that the guests can become familiar with and get to know the hotel staff for security purposes. So she's mad we have staff. Well, uh, no. I mean, I take it that she's mad that we did what she is complaining about in the, <laughs> right. in the first bullet we point. We knew you, so we gave you your room key. Yeah, we knew you, so we didn't hassle you. We knew you, so we helped you. And, and then you complain about it later. You com- yeah, you complained exactly. about it earlier. Because yeah. you know what's funny? I only have four front desk agents. So when she's making that complaint, it's like, um, you've seen the four same four people for the Everybody weeks knows that you've been you. here. Mm-hmm. We all know you. We all know about mm-hmm. you and your little dog, too. What kind of dog is it? It's this little white mop. Oh. You know, like those... It's I was this I was fluffy little chihuahua. No, like a, like a Pomeranian. Yeah, like one of those, and it's got the long hair, and it just mop the mop the lobby floor with it. <laughs> yeah, it, it drags its little butt and drags poop down the hallway. It's Ew. really great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then this probably is one of my favorites, number eleven, just because I know it was written for me. Psychological tests for employees who are in the top management positions. Mm. She wants me to get tested. (laughs) 12. Reduce electromagnetic radiation throughout the hotel through regular checkups with EMF readers. There it is. Mic drop. (laughs) Crazy. Sneaks right out. It does. What the hell is an EMF reader? Just what crazy people with aluminum hats wear Mm. or use. EMF readers is the little ghost hunting adventure thing, right? Well, yeah, ghost ghost oh. hunting shows use those yeah. all the time. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she's like mildly schizophrenic. Mildly, 
Well, this is almost pretty textbook paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah. And you know, I don't mean to dock, knock no. mental illness, anything like that. It's a very real condition. Mm-hmm. It's a problem in society right now. Undiagnosed mental illness can. It needs to be checked like real quick. But as we were reading this, I actually was reading this over with my husband who is in the medical field in the psychiatric medical field. Okay. And as he was reading through this list, it progressively kind of gets more into delusion, more into mm. paranoia, more into, and he's like, Oh, this is quite literally textbook paranoid schizophrenia. Mm. But you, you know, when I was talking to her, she was so, I swear she would come across so normal and you'd be having a normal conversation. And then she would say, how come there's all these electric, like this kind of stuff. And then I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like are you have leprechauns for- in your lobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you for real right now? I like number 17. The uh, revising safety yes. protocols in the event of fire with guests upon arrival. So we're going to go through, like, when I read this, I envisioned a cruise ship. <laughs> or so, an airline. Like Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. See, I envisioned I envisioned a cruise ship where the, the first day that you're on the boat, you know, you are gathered into groups. They teach you how to put on a life jacket. Mm-hmm. They t- tell you where the, the evacuation stations are. That's what I envisioned this. It Wait, what no did she write again on 17? That we should be reviewing safety protocols in the event of fire with all guests upon their arrival. Oh. Where do we even start with this? So all of the fire training that we do as associates, all of our quarterly and annual fire drills, mm-hmm. all of our emergency binders, the evacuation maps and notices. That are on, on the, the back of your hotel door in every, every single hotel. Exactly. <laughs> None of She that wants is, to go over that. Yeah, none of that's enough. She wants a 30-minute check-in. <laughs> oh, my God. First, we go over the criminal watch list. <laughs> then we go over all hotel safety protocols and our evacuation plan and which door you're going to exit and where you're going <laughs> to... And then we text the FBI. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And then you probably introduce her to all the staff so that way she feels comfortable. But you still have to ask for her photo ID because that's not safe if you don't. And we And we have to challenge her to make sure that she's not a criminal before she even comes on the property yeah when you make your reservation we run a background check so if you just walk into the lobby like you did and book your reservation at the desk then you have to wait for an hour in the lobby while your background check processes (laughs) that's right (laughs) and then we go back to uh blu-rays and magnetic things uh number 18 ensuring lighting has a low magnetic frequency okay what is with crazy people and magnets does she have a cell phone oh (laughs) On that topic, <laughs> yes, oh I God. forgot to mention that um, yesterday she complained down to the front desk saying that her phone was stolen out of her room while she was sleeping. So yesterday she called down with that. And so, you know, she asked for security to investigate and all of that. And then today when I was talking to security about all this, she was at a table eating on her cell phone. She found it. So she has a cell phone. So unless she has multiples. <coughs> hmm. I'm pretty sure that has magnets. Or maybe the person who stole her phone while she was sleeping snuck back in there later when she was sleeping again mm-hmm. and put it right back. Mm-hmm. Maybe the dog borrowed it. Oh. <laughs> gave it to the rats. <laughs> <laughs> Had oh. to check on that I FBI can't believe list. we're still talking about the same guest. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. One person just, I'm at a loss for words. Like when I was reading this the first time, I was in disbelief. I was just like, is this a, is this a joke? Well, we don't need to have words. She's got her own. I mean, we've, we're, we're, at number, right. list. we're at number 19. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Well, I got them all for you. <laughs> Do you want the next one, Bill? Um, Sure. Removing unnecessary speakers on the wall and other uncapped pvc pipes so guests don't have to wonder about their safety okay this makes it seem like there's pipes and speakers all over the walls um there's not on we we only have the speakers that we use like you know the normal ones for lobby music there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of them it's just like one here and there and then uncapped pvc pipes i don't even know what she's talking about like i wish you guys could see pictures of where i work and you'd be like what well i mean i don't think pvc pipes would be showing anyways anywhere right not at a luxury resort oh my god again forbes rated and triple a like top rated 
Yeah, it's not a thing. Unless she's going, like, sneaking into areas where she shouldn't be. I swear. She is crawling through the bushes with those yeah. rat traps. Yeah. And apparently those random pipes sticking out. She brought one of the um, cameras to put through, like. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. That leads us to one of our next points. Number 20. Have a daily check to make sure private cameras and other listening devices are not installed by a guest or employee. No. She is she well, is okay look, look. <laughs> but she i mean she's not wrong it's been happening so much lately but like exactly i mean how airbnbs many? and all this yeah. craziness that's going on right now you hear about the stories like that in airbnbs all the time but that's an airbnb yeah we're a hotel yeah i mean come and on. if she's if she's so concerned about that there's apps that i think can detect like what the closest um recording device is around your um your but phone who or whatever but about that like on a normal does. schizophrenia <laughs> mm-hmm. that's yeah i'm like I, I read this and it just paranoid 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 delusions yeah people are watching you people it's are no longer mild i, I take that back yeah <laughs> i told you i'm like wait till the list yeah. goes on um i mean her rant about non-toxic weed killers and toxic, toxic barbecue, barbecue smoke, smoke? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't even have barbecues <laughs> we don't even so have where barbecues where's she smelling this from? i don't know i don't know what oh uh, any God. of this stuff guys the pipes the barbecues none of, we don't have these things we have a kitchen inside with like a regular grill there's no barbecues <laughs> mm. <laughs> don't connect fire pits number 23 Wait, one fire pit's problem should be enough should not be another i don't even understand but i i told you guys earlier she's got an issue with fire pits and thinks like the gases are right. poisoning her yeah hmm. and she but the thing is she wanted to sit next to the fire pit but didn't want the fire pit on yeah uh, i wish someone could explain to me how that makes any sense it's, it's kind of like wanting to be in a room by the pool but then complaining that people are using the pool Yes, we get that a lot. Requesting a pool view and then being like, there's kids. They're being loud at the pool. Like, yep, that's what the pool's for. Yeah, they our, do our, that. Our, apologize f- <laughs> our apologies for families having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Which you are clearly not. Ensure that your hotel is safe so that your guests don't have to be exposed to gaming apps that direct radiation to unsuspecting guests or employees through iPhones, computers, and iPads speechless natalie i don't even know what i could hear your eyes roll (laughs) but she has a phone yeah gaming apps that direct radiation to unsuspecting i don't even know what that means do you guys have like no No. who cares what you have at this point she has a phone and it's radiating whatever she's scared of gaming apps like, well, well, for first off, we don't have gaming apps at work. I'll, I'll say that much. And then second. Oh, yeah, you do. Your employees are always on their phones. <laughs> <laughs> gaming apps. Radiation. What games is she's she playing? She's afraid of the exact same thing she's holding mm-hmm. in her the, hand. So which, I'm, by the way, texted on all day. She's just at the out at the restaurant, just scrolling on her phone and texting, poisoning herself with her own radiation. Does she have headphones? No. She just sounds ludicrous now. Mm. She is a basket of crazy. I, I yeah, I don't even have a good response to that. It's Yeah, it's just wacky. I mean the the next one, twenty five, to me makes total sense. More trash cans that recycle paper and plastic. Fair. 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 Good. That's no probably for that. the yeah, that's probably the the one bullet I can it's the most I everyone needs with. that everybody yeah it's we the, all need more of that it's the most lucid thought she had in the whole <laughs> list <laughs> environmentalism we agree with that yeah. <laughs> maybe for like a quick second like her brain oh, came I back to normal the environment and then out of whack again yeah, the last one i didn't quite i i, I struggled to be able to read what she wrote because it was it crazy was cursive crazy cursive but the thought it confuses me. She made a comment about going back to old-fashioned keys that are a deterrent for jamming or reprogramming and easy access to room by 
Oh God, I, I it didn't even make any sense to me. It was I'm something sorry. about jammers, something about like going back to regular keys. There's not like jammers and reprogramming and stealing guest information. It got like real wild again. She meant like going back to the old school locks. Yeah, like, but you like, can't audit that, ma'am. And and if you <laughs> yeah. want safety, if you want us to check to see who who stole your phone earlier today. <laughs> We need to, you know, plug in one of those machines that have magnetic stuff that you're afraid of. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so we can download the report. Yeah. I mean, you can't do that with a steel key. No. No. And then this same person would be like, oh, while I was eating lunch, someone snuck into my purse, took out my metal key, went and made a copy, then put it back in my purse and then snuck back in when I was sleeping. Like, it just wouldn't prevent your crazy delusions. She would probably say just that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> we That's we, a lot. Yeah, we have to deal with this. This is a normal, you know, many people when they come to a front desk and at a hotel, they just think, oh, we're getting keys. We're checking into room. We have a nice time. Keep in mind that staff that is working the front desk that is, you know, giving you this amazing service or maybe even not so amazing service. We have to deal with stuff like this on a regular basis. How is she treating the rest of the staff? Like Abusive. Oh, she's. Yeah. I put that in my report too to like the security and management is that she's calling down and being aggressive with the staff basically so wrong. because she has these ideas in her head that, you know, her air isn't clean and she needs to oxygen. So she's literally yelling at my PBX agent who was by the way, fairly new and just doesn't really know how to handle uh, an insane person like this, oh but yeah, straight up abusive and it's yeah. Disheartening and I can't tell you how many times I've had to say to guests, be like, look, I understand you're frustrated. I understand you've had a long day. I understand that you think the air in your room is toxic, but that does not give you the right to be abusive and treat staff poorly. And you call them out on it and say, just because you've had a bad day or whatever, that doesn't give you the right to talk to someone like that. Right. So at that point, I would probably use that as my leverage and just be like, we, we reserve, we like don't want to give you service anymore, ma'am. You yeah. Gotta go. Because she checks out tomorrow and I was talking about it with another manager. How can we get her to not extend her stay? Like, has she done anything straight up illegal that we can kick you out? I don't think so. And security tried to spin it. You know, they're creating a disturbance, Mm -hmm. but I don't even know if that's it. But she's just being. But being abusive to the employees can be. I mean, I would use that. Yeah. She's crazy. I mean, straight up. If it was me, I would I would let her know that we would not be extending her reservation that's definitely going to be me tomorrow i'm just waiting for her to put up a fight i mean like look the way i look at it crazy manifesto aside being abusive (laughs) to the staff is Mm -hmm. unacceptable you're creating a hostile work environment for my employees and i understand that we're here to help you and we're here to field your concerns but being abusive is above and beyond that's not what we're here for you're asking for requests that make no sense to us we can't demagnify your no. room and give you new oxygen. But whenever somebody raises their voice or does any of that, I immediately shut them down and be like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I mean, take take the crazy away. OK, Kay. just there's take, a lot of it. Take all that away. You know, like I was saying, the abusiveness to the staff, unacceptable. Your dog defecating in the lobby, unacceptable. You know, your dog being left unattended, causing a nuisance for everybody else because of its barking, unacceptable. You smell the urine in the area immediately outside the elevator where her room is. It's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just focus on those four things. Okay. Call it done. You know, I mean, if she says, why do I have to leave? Because you're causing issues. These are your issues. What if what if you write her a manifesto? Oh, my God. What would I say? All the issues. Oh, <laughs> make like make like little bullet points to it. on the same on the same hotel um, notepad. Yeah. Yeah, she took up all the space on that notepad, but I can get a new notepad. So did she... Here's one back. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my notes back to you and bullet point them the same way. Did did she return... Did she give those to the front desk? She gave them to the front desk. They were all stapled in a little neat packet and everything. Gave them like as if it was some kind of... But what do you say when you give that to the front desk? Here, I'd like you to give this to the manager? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They said, can you please give this to your manager? This is my suggestions for your hotel. Mm. Okay, I'll take your little scary packet. Yeah, and tomorrow when she wants to extend, then you can give her your suggestion that she depart. Yes. 
I thoroughly read your book and I really appreciate your feedback. Um, not based upon that, but kind of in addition to that, I do not believe we're a good fit for you. But no. And in addition <laughs> to that, I would probably throw in there like, I'm really concerned for you. Yeah. I'm no, cons- I, I wouldn't go there, but I would, I would exactly say what you just said, you know, based yeah. on what you're sharing with us and the things that you would like us to change, which are not going to happen we're probably not the best fit for your next mm-hmm. day. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And then know, do I go into the bill thing where I give her two options? If you would like. I really like I'm not. I'm not that. sure that's the right situation for that. That's true. I just I mean, really if she like gets, that. If she gets belligerent, then yes. Miss Smith, you can check out with no further conflict. Be on your merry way. Or. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I like when you go. <laughs> All right. The way I see it, we have two options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's option that's, A. That's like the bill. It is the bill thing. You need to trademark that. It's it's my shtick. <laughs> it's my shtick. All of us that have worked with you know. You either get your shit and go <laughs> or you get your shit and go. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that sounds like me dealing with uh people that should not be in the hotel in general. Oh, I had a, a lot of those. I had a guy yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I had a guy yesterday that was trying to get into one of the buildings at the hotel that I'm at right now. Uh-huh. And as he was trying to weasel his way in, I stopped him and I said, can I help you? And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going up to room 401. I said, OK. I said, you're in the wrong building for that. <laughs> Silence. Uh, well, no, it's in this building. But you said it's room 401. Yeah. Well, you're in the wrong building. What's the guest name that you're looking for? And he says, Parker. I said, okay, well, how about you come with me? We'll go to the, the front desk and we'll find out where Mr. Parker is. He goes, oh, no, no, he's in this building. It's on the third floor. What? Um, okay, so I just told you that 401 is not in this building. And usually when I say 401, that would be on the fourth floor, not the third <laughs> floor. So why don't we try this again and you come with me and we'll go to the front desk. So he starts to argue with me back and forth. And I said, you know what? Let me just call the front desk. We'll solve this right now. So I called the front desk. The uh, woman I ha- had on the other line or on the other end of the line, she can't see where we are. But she says to me, is this the guy with the bike? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it is. Does he have a backpack and a baseball cap? Oh, just right there. All those three always end up being bad, bad. They're breaking into cars. And They're stealing why do they bikes. always, they they always look the same? Always. Right. They always look the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, yes, and yes. She's like, no, he's got to go. I said, I totally agree. <laughs> so I said, thanks. And I hung up with her. And I looked at him and I said, um, you know, so again, there's no Parker registered. 401 is not in this building. 401 is not on the third floor and you need to go and he looks at me and he's like no I'm going to go into this room and I said and I told him I said let me rephrase this (laughs) I said if this conversation continues the tone from me is going to radically change so you can take your bike and you can leave or we can go down this other path which one do you want and at that point, the guy looks at me and he turns around and walks away, which is good because... He chose option A. That was a better cho- choice. Uh, you know, nine times out of 10, I'm kind and courteous and put option A as your best option. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so if you want to like go through the full list, we can, or you can just start with option A. But yeah, Why is to- it with people with me never want to take option A? They always want option B. <laughs> is it because I miss B and they're always like, you know what? Maybe. Nice B with the option B. Maybe. Fine. Let's do option B. I don't know. Maybe when like maybe maybe they just think the best is going to be the last with you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you deal with a lot of male? It's pretty mixed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like males are very confrontational with women. Like most of the most of the males are confrontational with anybody. Oh, well, yeah. no. Now, when we called you out, when we would call you into the lobby, and they would see you. They'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because I'm so small. And You're so tiny. Un- yeah. You come out and people are like, oh, okay, I, I better pipe down. That was like uh, I had my director of engineering at my last property was a giant. Hmm. And not only was he really tall, he was big. Like you, he, 
he played football back in the day you could tell mm-hmm. and so whenever i would start to deal with someone aggressive i call him out yep. they shut up immediately mm-hmm. they immediately brought their tone down like five notches mm-hmm. and i'm like okay that's better <laughs> well, you know and and honestly that's that's just sucks mm-hmm. you know it's like i don't understand why people feel that you know if they're bigger than you if they're louder than you they can be abusive to you and it's okay I mean, it's that bully mentality comes mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times over my career I've heard, you know, people, whether it's men or women, yelling at front desk agents mm-hmm. to the point where they cry mm-hmm. and they feel that that's acceptable. And then when I walk out, it's suddenly a very different story. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I never said that to her. Okay, great. So what I heard from my office when you were yelling was directed at someone else. <laughs> when when you were calling her a stupid bee, y- you weren't talking to my front desk agent. You were talking to your wife, or Yikes. your daughter, or uh, who uses that kind of language? It, it it still it boggles my mind that people get that abusive in a situation where they're trying to get help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's not unique to our industry. Like why? But it's still why would you do that? Whatever you were looking for with that attitude, you're not going to get it anymore. Kind of along those lines, too, for people who aren't familiar with hotels, when I have a guest comes in Mm -hmm. and is rude and demanding and says, I am entitled to this. I want this. Even if I have (laughs) it, you don't get it. Mm -mm. Like literally yesterday, I had a guest come in and be like, I want a complimentary upgrade to a water view room. And I was just like, and I had plenty. And I was like, nope, not with that attitude. You're not. Mm-mm. Would you like to pay an extra $400 a night? Because that's how much it's going to be. But I'm entitled to it. <laughs> with that attitude, you're not getting it. Good. But if I have someone that comes in and be like, oh, you know what? I'm that's having my anniversary. And they're nice. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And the conversation, water views all day long. Make it rain <laughs> water views. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you don't ask for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you I can, love surprising you and making you happy. You come in, you ta- tell me about how, you know, you're, you're, on your honeymoon or your you've never been to Southern California or whatever. You just want to get away from the kids. Yeah. You know what? If I've got it, I'm going to give you the best room in the house. Be nice. Be Mm -hmm. a nice human and you will have good things happen to you. It's that, I mean, I don't believe necessarily in karma, but it's kind of like that karma thing. Like you give what you want to get. This reminded me of, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it um, on TikTok. She's like a Vegas guru that she tells you like all the ins and outs of Vegas. And she started this trend where she talks about if you want an upgrade to a better room when you're checking into your Vegas rooms, put in like a $20 bill folded in between your credit card and your ID and give mm-hmm. it to the front desk agent. That would just and, confuse me. And Yeah. That, <laughs> like, you, your money was in here. <laughs> so it started trending because everyone, you know, started reposting it and like talking about it. But it backfired within a week. People were like, that didn't work. <laughs> I went to this hotel and they like shut it down immediately. They said, what is this? We don't do this. If you want to upgrade, it's like three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, yeah, it backfired. But I was thinking about it, too. And I was like, that is just weird. Like, what do you like? What is this drug money? What, what are we doing? You just have to be nice. Yeah. That's just what people be don't get. Nice. Don't don't come in and say you deserve something. Say you want something. Don't even say, hey, if you ask me, even if you're nice, we ask, do you have any upgrades? Mm-hmm. I automatically don't want to give it to you. Just mm-hmm. let us surprise mm-hmm. you with it. And then I want to give it to you. But yeah. this attitude of entitlement and this, this don't slip me. And then it's awkward because too, if you just slip me that money, I know it's not for nothing. You yeah. want something from it. And what if I don't have it available? It's awkward. And I want to give you it back. Mm-hmm. Like, look, in, in my humble opinion, and maybe you ladies will disagree, but I am of the firm opinion that our industry, the service industry, not just hotels, but service industry has really been conditioned over the years to make the angry guest happy. Okay. So all of that time and effort is focused on the 1%, that one out of 100 guests that's upset. Why don't we spend more time and effort rewarding the happy guests, Mm -hmm. the ones that want to be there? How many times will we hand out gift shop vouchers for just whatever reason? Tommy's seventh birthday. Here, go get something from the gift shop. Enjoy yourself, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, get something special. And the parents would be ecstatic. I mean, when we got those ears, ears, yeah, you know, we were giving out ears to the for the the park so that parents wouldn't have to spend thirty five dollars on a set of ears. 
Or the pins. Or the pins. You know, so we would give out trading pins for the park. So you could, I mean, you could trade them. That was kind of the mm-hmm. shtick, right? Yeah. And we would give out lanyards and all sorts of fun stuff. And people loved it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's super cheap that kids love that you don't have to spend a lot of money on? Coloring books. Balloons. Mm. Mm. And you don't even have to blow it up. We what? ran out of helium. And so I told, just... I went back there to get a balloon for a kid to make them happy. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't have any helium. And he's like, I don't care. And I gave him an empty deflated balloon and he had the time of his life. You know, I mean, it's like little things like take care of the kids. Parents are happy by default. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I try to make it a point to reward the happy guests. I agree. Mm -hmm. More than I do the angry guests. Well, because you shouldn't reward a temper tantrum. Okay. I'm a -hmm. a parent to a young child. You reward good behavior Mm -hmm. and you try to, what do they say? Not ignore bad behavior, but don't bring attention to it. Yeah. And if you're giving away things to people, grown adults throwing temper tantrums, you're rewarding that behavior and you're saying you can continue to do this and you will get things for it. Mm-hmm. You reinforce the bad behavior. Yeah, exactly. You don't want that. No, we have enough of that. <laughs> you know what we should do at the front desk? We should just have like little um, squirt bottles. Yeah. You know, uh, like when your cat's clawing on the edge of mm-hmm. your exactly, couch. and they start to no squirt them. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> squirt. Like when my cat starts to claw on the carpet, clap my hands and he'll look at me. <laughs> yes, clap and then squirt. Guess we'll be so confused. We're like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Miss Smith needs a lot of squirting. She <laughs> she. She needs, <laughs> she needs a, a bucket lot. of water. That could go a couple of different directions. Okay, <laughs> I know, I'm I heard sorry. that. <laughs> no, she needs a bucket of water. If you know, you know, she she might need that too. I mean, hey, if you know, you know, you back know. in back in know, the medieval you know. times, they said that cured mania and other squirting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the female. Okay, the female O. <laughs> yes, yeah. she it's supposed to cure mania. She's gonna need a lot of O's. No, because electromagnetic fields. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is too much. <laughs> oh my gosh, too much. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that whole yeah. manifesto. Wow, I I'm sorry. When it happened, I felt like I was in a movie or something like it was so wild and i was just like somebody actually did this and if you see the handwritten pages in this cursive and somebody took the time to write all this out you're like is this real life does she really think and believe these things and she does so it's insane yeah that's insane she she took her time and it's you know it's almost like it's it's hilarious because if you read the things line by line it really is funny and then it's also sad at the same time Mm -hmm. because you're like this person is really tormented. Like she really believes she these believes things. She that, believes yeah. there's these magnetic things in the air that are harming her. She believes that the air is toxic. And like, if you really think about it, it's like, that's a, that's a sad way to live to think all these people are out to get you. And all I'm these- surprised she's like checked into a hotel though. It's like, you would think she would want to like, maybe like just hide and be in like a secured space where with she's an not- aluminum foil. Yeah. Hat. Where she's not so paranoid. Yeah. Do you know her daughter actually came to the hotel and stopped by the front desk and told us that uh, she's like, by the way, my mom's staying here. This is she's like, whatever she says, you guys are fine. You're doing great. This is a wonderful hotel. My mom is crazy. Do oh. not listen to her. And her daughter said that. But she's not staying with her. She like popped Did in to see like her mom to or something. I don't know. She just popped into the front desk and like said that. And like, by the way, my mom's staying here. You guys are doing great. This is an amazing hotel. No matter what she says, like. She's she's crazy. Just ignore her. We were like, does she drive? I, I mean, I didn't see her drive, but I uh, probably I don't I don't know. That's scary. If if that person is on the road, imagine like she's just like no 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 with her little dog. Maybe she's on a bike. <laughs> hmm. With the Toto basket, in the, yeah. With Toto in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your little dog too. <laughs> Natalie, what about you? Any crazy guests this week? I can't top that. <laughs> you start with I, the manifesto. Where do you I go from can't there? even. <laughs> it's only. Um, let's see. No, I've been traveling. I've been meeting clients that are not crazy. It's been fun. So I, I don't even have a story. 
Yeah, I've been I've been out of the property for a few weeks, so it's been nice. It's been fun, so but jealous. it's tiring, you know. Tra- traveling, I feel like here's the perspective that people have. They like they think salespeople, you know, they're just out and about traveling, having like the fun fun time, which is fun. It is fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's long days. It's so long. Like I'll get up at seven fifteen, and no, I'll be out by seven fifteen getting ready to meet a client for breakfast and I'm not back to like 9 30 because I'm out entertaining you know we're like meeting new clients talking here going to lunch going there and it's fun but you're entertaining so by the time you get back to your hotel room it's like oh my god I still have to like check my emails and all that you know I still have to work yeah um but I I don't have any any story that I tell you will never top that you take the cake girl you well it's it's not i would much rather trade for i have a schizo a day i have a schizo story from another hotel i worked at and it's just scary it's it wasn't anything like that um but she did request for us to not give her service after the third day we have to go in and like just you know make sure it's everything's okay usually, usually you're alive third day max. um yeah. well we knew she was alive but um on the third day when we went in to check the room out, she had written words in every little inch of the wall. It, it felt like it was out of a scary movie. Like think of walking into any of your hotel rooms and there's words written everywhere on the wall, everywhere from top to bottom. And then she tried to rip the paper off. Oh. So I don't know what she was trying to do there. That was scary. And yeah, she, she was obviously scared. So, oh, she pulled the um, the smoke detectors off. Yeah. She um, had plugged every little crevice or I, I'm thinking she, every item or crevice she thought that was there was a camera involved. She put tissue paper in there. Mm-hmm. So our room was damaged to say the least, obviously. Yeah. Um, but crazy people do love rearranging furniture. It's so scary. Isn't yeah. that isn't yeah. that weird? They love mm-hmm. rearranging furniture. Mm-hmm. Almost every hotel I've worked at. In my last property, when I was director of housekeeping, this one lady, like she moved like most of the furniture into the bathroom and it had like into the bathroom, but then the ones left in the living room, she like stacked it into like a pyramid in the middle of the room. We don't even understand. She was a small Alone? woman. Alone? Yeah. Small woman. Rearranged, moved everything. The beds, the desks, this. We're like, how did she do this? What are you on? Oh, and then it was really creepy. Like uh, a couple of the housekeepers were, like were, said we couldn't be in there. There was like this in the bathroom. There was like this little like a, there was like a cross and like circle around it. And it was kind of like a little seancey thing in the bathroom. Everyone got all like freaked out and left. And it- oh, my God. Well, OK. So the hotel that you and I worked at. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you were there that day, but I got called to a room where a woman had done a, a voodoo shrine on the nightstand next to mm. the bed. She had like all sorts of, I'd say voodoo. It, it wasn't voodoo, but it was all these different religious effigies. I mean, yeah. I want to say there was a Buddha. I want there was Did you candles. See it? Yeah, I took a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Maybe I'll post it. That's what we do. That's I got to see that. That is what we do. I'm going to have to see if I have the picture of the crazy rearranged rooms. And yeah, basically like a shrine in the bathroom and just, they love rearranging stuff. Oh, yeah. And they cling to religion. Mm-hmm. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but mm-hmm. they hyper fixate on something. Why did you go in that room? What, with the, the voodoo, shrine? voodoo chick. Because the room attendants didn't want to clean it. Oh. They get, it's, it's certain people like my, mine got really freaked out and would yeah. not go into it because they said it was like bad. They're like, but this is did, bad. Did she check out and leave all that there? No, no. It was an occupied room. Oh, okay. It was oh. an occupied room. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, mine left it. No, this was, this was occupied. She left the pyramid. Literally in the middle of the room. And we're like, how did she stack this? This is dangerous. This is heavy. Mm, <laughs> no, no, no. No, so I mean, people leave ridiculous things out that they shouldn't be leaving out in a room when you have room attendants coming in. I mean, I've, well, as as Natalie will attest, we found, uh, it's the best way to describe it. Um, silicone or silicone reproductions of female reproductive <laughs> parts. A male toy. Yeah. A different kind of light. No, 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 no. This was not that type of device. It was like. It was huge. Well, it wasn't it wasn't two feet across. But I mean, look, I've got a picture of it. I'm not going to post it. I have a photo of it. I'll show you later. Okay. But it was all of the important parts. Mm -hmm. 
just not in a flashlight style. Oh, that flashlight. Yeah. No, it was like a square, like a rectangle. Yeah, it, it was, was creepy. It was just the important bits. Oh, yeah. goodness. And um, we were, I think we were cleaning out Lost and Found or something. <laughs> and always I, ends up there. I had no idea what this was, by the way. And then Bill just kind of like throws it like to my side. And, oh. I, and I was just like, oh. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what is that? And he's just cracking up. And I was like, I turn it around and I'm like, no. Like, how do guests leave this here? They leave the wildest It's disgusting. Things. Mm. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was new, though, huh? It was in a was, package. Yeah. Th- so this one was brand new, <laughs> in the in the sealed <laughs> packaging. Oh. Still not going to take it home. <laughs> no. Um, but it's not the first time that I found things like that. There, there's a story about one of those that I can go into at another time. But I found a couple of those. There have been oh my god, way more vibrators and god, things if, that have been found in rooms. If I had a dime for every vibrator that I've had to inventory into Lost and Found. <sighs> yeah. It's and ridiculous. It really is surprising that nobody ever claims them. <laughs> I know. You think you'd want those things cost money. Yeah. My, you know, my favorite device that was ever left was a uh, foam rubber fist. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, look, look, look. I've got pretty good sized hands. It was not much smaller than my hand forearm combination. Wow. Please tell me that was claimed. No, it was not. I know. Darn. Again, strange, right? Wow. Oh my god. There what? was and they like people travel with this though. Yeah. In their carry-on. Do their bags ever get inspected? I would love to talk up, to look at it. a TSA agent. Oh my god. Let's oh, get a I TSA know. agent in here. A TSA specifically the one that is like watching the x-ray screen. Yeah. Oh, yes. Cuz I would we're random doing random bag checks. Yeah. Open up. Hmm. Okay. I mean, now that we've gone down this path, I want to know what that foam rubber fist would look like on an x-ray yeah. machine. Like as it goes through, do you just giggle? <laughs> Power. No, no, it's not like that. It's 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 pointy. Like kind of like that. Yeah. I, I can't say I've seen one of those. I have not inventoried one of those yet in Lost and Found. Got that rubber fist Mostly 3000. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's 2022. Fist can be a verb. Okay. <laughs> probably is it's not just a noun anymore <laughs> no oh my god yeah that's embarrassing I, I would be embarrassed to travel with my with my fist 3000 and <laughs> my <laughs> the the knuckle buster 3000 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah wrecked him oh damn god. near killed him <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's too much and I'm just curious how the housekeepers, you know, like the housekeepers are so like, I would say naive, you know, very like religious, like very, um, you know, like, oh my God. like mm. It's always in a plastic bag. When they see items like this. So it's usually labeled toy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, when it, gets, when it gets turned in. Yes. Yeah. Whenever I have those in the bin and the, the, the worst part is I can't tell you how many times this has happened because when you're taking it. And depending on the hotel you work at, usually the, the girls drop off the lost and found in like a bin. And then at the end of the day, the supervisor manager on duty is popping each thing out, putting it on the desk, like looking at what it is and then inventorying it into lost and found. So it's like, I can't tell you how many times this happened. I'm like, you know, reach down. You're not really looking at what you're reaching. You reach down, grab the bag, put it on the desk. And it says, <laughs> and you're like trying to make it stop and it won't stop. going. <laughs> It's horrible. Well, at least it doesn't <laughs> thump on the table when you lay it down. <laughs> um, Natalie, the, the hotel that you and I were at, a room attendant turned in one that was double-ended. Oh, <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> Le- legitimately 18, 20 inches long. And when she brought it down, she knew exactly what it was. I she, think I remember now. She yeah. had it in a plastic bag. Oh, God, what she, was it labeled? No, no, no. It was just a, bla- a black plastic oh. bag. And she walks up and she goes, what is this? And she pulls down like the bag she's got a grip on it and she's like waving it around <laughs> so it's like flipping and flopping like a fish on the on a boat right what is this what is this castes whatever <laughs> it's like stop <laughs> i mean from my oh. perspective it was pretty funny reverse the roles people would have been offended yeah you know? <laughs> but yeah it, was she messing with you or oh, she was messing with us. Oh my god! hundred percent sick in stereo. You know, <laughs> but um, even though some items that are not 
as crazy as, you know, the Knuckle Fist 3000, whatever we just named it. When they find, um, like, stripper shoes. Oh, yeah. And they'll put them in a bag and they'll be like, oh, no, mira. Mira lo que me encontré. Look what I found. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like. A lot of uh, hooker clothes. Yeah. And Garments I'm, left behind. Yeah. Apparently they don't miss that. Well, because they're tiny. No, not always. Oh, no? No. You've seen it. Well, at the hotel that I'm at right now, I was inspecting a room and a guest had left a pair of thong panties on the windowsill. Uh, why on the windowsill? I don't know. But they were, what is that? <laughs> two feet across? Leopard give or print? Take. Yeah. Give, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> Biggest leopard print thong I have ever seen in my life. You put could miss the, that. Just put those in the trash. Yeah. Oh, my God. Put them in Lost and Found. No. <laughs> for, for 90 days. Uh, no. Yikes. Oh, my God. I'm just imagining the underwear now. Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, it's I'd, still in my head. Well, I think after those stories, this might be a good place to end this for this session. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go out on a high note. We, I took in or a low lot. Note. That was a lot. Yeah. I need a drink. I do, too. <laughs> yeah. We, we need to but now you guys understand how I feel after today. Okay, I'm the one that had to do all that today. <laughs> and then I have to kick this person out tomorrow. Good luck. Update us. I yeah. definitely want to know how, how this ends. Because she's one of those people I just hope would just sneak out and, you know, not say anything, not check out, just leave. But you know mm-hmm. it's going to be the exact opposite. All right. Let's end Sorry. it here. So we will uh, catch up again soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you, ladies, for being here. Always a pleasure. Thanks for uh, having us. So we'll see you again soon. See ya. Bye.